Hi, I'm Mark. Thank you for joining me today on Words of Truth. The question a lot of Christians have these days is, why do I need to pray? Of course, prayer is the means by which we communicate with God. He speaks to us through the Bible, sometimes through our conscience and circumstances, and sometimes through other people. But we communicate with God through prayer or by talking to him and sharing our thoughts and needs with him. But why? I mean, doesn't God know everything anyway? Doesn't he already know what I need? So why do I have to ask him for what I need? And furthermore, if prayer is just a means of taking some level of control of our life in the world as some kind of leverage, then why do we feel so empty when it feels like our prayers go unanswered? I've actually written a book entitled Shining Light into the Darkness in which I dedicated a chapter to answering some of these questions about prayer. But today I'd like to dig into this important subject again and answer some of the questions about why we need to pray and maybe why we choose not to pray. This is going to take a couple of sessions. I know it already. There's a famous verse in the Bible that's often misinterpreted in Psalm 37, 4, that says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, some people interpret that verse to mean that if you focus on enjoying God, he's going to give you whatever you want. But I think what it's really saying is that if we delight in God over and above everything else in, a lot, in our lives, that God will shape our hearts so that we'll want the things God already wants to give to us, so that his desires will become our desires. You see, God never promises to give us everything that we ask for, but he does promise to give us what he desires for us. And with that in mind, let's look at some reasons we need to pray. Prayer is kind of counterintuitive, isn't it? When I was still a boy under my parents' roof, there were certain things that I knew my parents wouldn't allow and certain things that they would say yes to. And yet I would ask for things that I probably knew they wouldn't say yes to. Dad, I want to buy a motorcycle. No. <laughs> I knew that they didn't want me to have a motorcycle, and probably for very good reasons, but I'd ask anyway. And don't we do the same things with God? Psalm 115.3 tells us that our God is in heaven. He does all that he pleases. Now that falls under the label of the sovereignty of God. In other words, all, our all-knowing God already knows everything that will happen for the rest of eternity about our world and about our individual lives. And so it's a mistake to think that through prayer we can somehow change the mind of God or alter life or world events in any kind of way. But rather, prayer is a process through which we learn to trust God. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, when we talk to God in prayer, God listens patiently to us, and he takes our request seriously, and then he considers everything in the context of the bigger picture only he can see. 
the founder of the 24-7 prayer movement, Pete Gregg, says, prayer, in prayer, we use our will to come into agreement with God's will. You see, God knows better than we do about the eventual outcome of every situation in our lives and world. And so if you pray for dry weather for your camping trip, God might have another reason for allowing it to rain that day. And for some things that don't affect us personally, it's a little easier to accept that idea, isn't it? But when it, when it affects us personally, it's a bit more of a challenge. And yet, that's the test of faith. Do we trust God that he knows the big plan and his, uh, and his mind has our best interest in mind or not? That's really the question. Now, here's another issue we deal with. The Bible says in Psalm 139, verses 1 to 4, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down, when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. Well, okay, here's the question. If God already knows what we're thinking, if he already knows everything about me, all my thoughts, even my words before I say them, why do we need to tell him in prayer? Well, that's a good question. Here's why. Because prayer is one of the main, main ways that we develop a relationship with God. It's not us talking to God but it's talking with God. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7 says, Do not be anxious about every, anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now I want you to notice that it does not say that if we bring our request to God, that he'll bring us peace by explaining or by resolving every situation we bring to him, but rather that the peace of God will more likely ease our fears as we go through whatever it is that we're asking him about. And as we talk to him over time, we start to recognize when he's speaking to us as we get to know his will and his purpose for our lives. God begins to transform us so that we trust him more and more with all the situations that we face in life and as we get to know his will better. And yet, we know that prayer has a powerful effect in the world. I mean, we should expect to see things happen when we pray. Like what, you ask? Well, let's talk about that. What should we expect to see happen when we pray? Here's some ideas to think about. First, we begin to recognize that we're not God. <laughs> Got that? We're not God. Every time we pray, we're saying to God, I'm not God. I can't do this in my own, my, in my own strength. I need you to come and intercede for me. And I, want, I need you to, to intercede for this situation I'm talking to you about. We also find new strength when we pray. So we find... Uh, we recognize that we're not alone, but we also find new strength. I need to come and 
and and talk to God because in my own strength, I'm not able. Prayer is a way in inviting God to join us in life struggles. And then the Holy Spirit truly becomes our helper, the very thing that he was sent to do in the first place. Thirdly, in prayer, we recognize that the world doesn't revolve around us. It's a humbling thing, you know, to realize that we're dependent on somebody else. Not everyone wants to recognize that. Too often, our prayers just turn into a complaint session and making requests. But in prayer, we need to recognize that God is the center of the universe and that he's the only one who can change a thing that we're bringing to him, which leads to number four. In prayer, we surrender control to God. We all crave control in one form or another, don't we? But prayer allows us to admit, admit that God belongs in the driver's seat of our lives and we give the control over to him. Prayer also allows us to trust that God is with us. When we pray, we're trusting that God is listening and the more we trust in the presence of the Holy Spirit as we pray, the more we're learning to trust him with the outcome. But prayer also inspires us to take steps of faith. Maybe we feel the desire to move in a certain direction, to take a new job, to move to a new location, or to share our faith with someone. It's as we pray that God will give us the boldness to step out in faith. That is, if it's his will and timing. In the last couple of years, my wife and I pulled up roots in one province, and we moved two provinces away. It was a bold move in so many ways. It was a scary move. But as we laid it before God, we realized that it was his prompting us to move. And he gave us the faith to take that step. And guess what? God walked with us every step of the way and made our path clear. Furthermore, God knows what he wants to do in the world and in our individual lives, but he wants us to lean on him and to show him that we trust him. For some reason, God has chosen the medium of prayer to act in the world. And when we pray in the power of the Holy Spirit, and when we're abiding in his presence, He'll show us what to pray for, and then he acts on those prayers. I know it's a mysterious thing, and I probably will never understand it, but we do it by faith, not by sight. For example, when Abraham was praying for Sodom and Gomorrah, remember that story? It was obviously God's will to save a remnant, but he also wanted to hear Abraham ask. Otherwise, God would have just plowed in there and destroyed the whole lot of them. But he was also showing Abraham something about his grace and mercy. Well, those are a few things we can expect to see uh, happen when we pray. It's a mysterious thing, a scary thing for some people to put all their trust in God. And, um, well, that's the reason some people just refuse to pray. But I'm going to talk about that next time. Thanks for listening today. I'll see you next time.